0: sharing their stories and expertise to inspire you, help you succeed, and set your soul on fire. How would you like to get your client management system for a dollar a month? Well, I have a surprise for you. Whether you have been thinking about switching because you're frustrated with your old system or you really want to get more organized and you've never had a client management system before, now is the time because I have a limited time offer that you need to take advantage of. HoneyBook is my absolute favorite client management system and I feel like I have tried them all. I love using it for my business and it was such a game changer for me in terms of getting organized with my clients. HoneyBook is an amazing platform for you to handle your client contracts and invoices and take all of their payments, handle communication with your clients, manage your workflows and your pipelines, really keep up with all that information that you need for your clients. Plus create gorgeous templates like brochures and proposals that you can send out to potential clients track your leads, track your time, manage your calendar and your schedule, and so much more. HoneyBook really does it all. It's such an expansive platform that like I said, I absolutely love using for my business and for an extremely limited time, you can try out HoneyBook for $1 a month. Can you believe that? That's so crazy. All you have to do is use code Haley26485 or click the link down below and you will get to use all of HoneyBook's incredible features for a dollar a month for the first eight months. That is such an amazing deal. So if you have been thinking about really getting organized with a client management system or getting a new one because you're frustrated with your old one, now is the time to try Honeybook. But again, this is a very limited time offer, so you need to do it quickly. So, again, head over to Honeybook, use the link below, or type in code HAYLEY26485, and you will get to try Honeybook for a dollar a month for the first eight months. And finally, really be on track to having a client management system that works for you not against you, and really being able to grow a productive business. Welcome back, Females on Fire. Today, we are talking all about branding, but this is not your normal branding episode, I assure you. So we are going to be diving into a very specific area of branding, but definitely an area that influences your brand as a whole influences your messaging, influences your content creation. Like this episode goes so much deeper than just your basic branding materials. And of course I have an expert on who loves to talk about this specific topic. Her name is Malika Malhotra and she started the company Miki Photo and Co. She is a professional photographer, a brand strategist, and an author, and she's on a mission to empower women to master their message, become the face of their business, and build their brand empires. She combines her strategy, storytelling, and photography skills to help women move from invisible to impact and emerge as leaders in their industry. So Malika is an absolutely incredible branding photographer who also helps women really work on their messaging. And I think those two things just go hand in hand and they are so important. And Malika really knows what she's talking about in this area. She's got a great story of how she got into business. And now she is going to be telling us all about the six key images that you need to have in your brand library. So we are going to be talking about what those six key images are. And Malika is going to be giving you tons of examples that will help you with really creating a cohesive brand, a cohesive message that is going to point directly toward your ideal client and help you connect with them and even help you with your content creation. So this is not an episode that you want to miss. And Malika is such an incredible resource for you guys. So we are so thankful to have her on the show. So without further ado, here is Malika and let's talk all about branding. Hi Malika, thank you so much for joining me on the show. I am so excited to have you here.
1: Thank you so much, Haley, for having me. I am excited to be here too.
0: Yes. Well, before we dive in to our topic today, will you just tell everybody a little bit about you, who you are, where you came from, and definitely why you decided to go into business for yourself and do branding?
1: Yes. Thank you. So my name is Malika Malhotra. I am the founder of Miki Photo & Co., I am a brand strategist and a brand photographer, and my mission has always been to empower women to become the face of their brand and to create a brand that makes money, that's memorable, and that's magnetic. Um, I've actually been in business for over 12 years, which is so hard to imagine, Um, but I started my photography business 12 years ago as a child portrait photographer. I had little kiddos at that time, And I used uh, my camera and photography as a way to tell stories of my own children. And all of a sudden I was bitten by this creative bug where I could be home with my um, sons as well as have this passion project, this business on the side. And I did children's photography for many years um, until I started uh, getting really involved in these women's networking business groups. And that kind of opened up my my eyes to the idea of networking and collaborating with other business owners, and really understanding you know what their businesses were and how they were growing. Um, And I started doing headshots. You know, I just took my photography skills and started using it to help these women become the face of their business. But just kind of like a headshot um, here and there, nothing deeper than that. And then over the years. I found that these women in business needed a little bit more help than just that one-dimensional headshot profile pic. They were asking me questions about how to grow their business, and they were telling me stories about all the layers of their business, from their signature process to their mission to their future goals. And as a visual storyteller, I started thinking that it would be so important for these women to stand out in their marketplace if we could get deeper into their stories, if we could reveal all of the different facets of their brand through visuals. And so I wanted to go beyond the headshot and I wanted to really create some soul and depth to their brands by telling more stories. And it was kind of at the same time that online business was booming. People were on social media now and they were writing newsletters and email marketing. And um, it was more than just the website that you needed photos for. And so all of a sudden I took, you know, the children's portraiture and then the headshots and I decided to make a real pivot in my business. And Um, put my stake in the ground for brand photography. And that was about five years ago. And I wanted to help women in business specifically, and really help them tell their stories, um, sort of the A to Z, the nuts and bolts of their brand story through images, because I felt like it was a way for them to stand out in our saturated industries It was a way for them to connect with their audience in a much quicker and deeper way to create a relationship with their audience. And it was a way for them to position themselves as an authority and as an expert in the market. And I've been doing that um, ever since. I've been doing this brand photography, but then also added this layer of brand strategy because I'm a firm believer that the best images are those that are grounded in strategy, in story. They're not just vanity images where we're just showing up and shooting pretty pictures. Um, My whole positioning is that these images are meant to grow your business, that they're meant to connect with your audience, build that relationship so that you're with those people, those customers over time. And it will grow your brand so that you become more profitable. Um, So I started adding both the strategy to the storytelling. Um, And now today, a fast forward, I do the brand photography, but I also do a lot of mentorship in brand storytelling. So people get really clear on their message because I do think those two things go hand in hand. Um, And I have a membership program right now for branding. I do some coaching on branding as well as do the brand photography. That's kind of like my premium service so I've kind of um really pivoted and developed my own brand over time um, and really excited to continue to work with women to help them master their message and become the face of their brand because it is so so important in, in today's world.
0: I definitely agree that it is important, and definitely agree that mastering that message and that brand photography does go hand in hand. You're so right about that because um, I think we've all you know seen those companies, brands, websites, where we get to their website or we get to their social media and the words don't match the photos, you know, they've got, it just, it doesn't match up and you feel the disconnect. And as a customer, it's, or even, you know, if you're trying to collaborate with them or get to know them because they're in your industry or anything like that, it just feels very, almost inauthentic. Yes. To try to make that connection for them. It's so much easier if that that connection between the visual side and the wording and the copywriting is already there because I think that's very reflective of your personality and of what kind of business you run. So if there's a disconnect there, it's kind of like, you know, your customer or the collaborator is saying, Well, who are you really? Like I don't know who I'm you know, going to start dealing with. So then we move on and we find somebody else. So I think that connection between the two is so important. So I love that that's something that you really focus on.
1: And I think consumers are smart now. They're savvy. They have everything at their fingertips, really, to kind of do the research and go on people's websites. And they're looking to connect with that person that they want to hire. And it's not a transaction anymore. It's not here's my money, give me your goods and services. It's building the relationship. And that's where your visual presence is so important and your message, that authentic message is also so, so important. Because I feel like it's easy to copy what other people are doing. And it's easy to come across as just bright and shiny. It's, it's hard to do the work to develop your own story first and really get clear on your values and your mission and then have that translate and demonstrate in your images. And the people that do the work and then take the images that reflect who they are, those are the images that people are attracted to that is that first step to make the connection. Absolutely. I love that. So I want to start with this
0: because I feel like I hear this a lot from um especially sometimes people starting out but even people who are further along in their business and so I'd love to hear you kind of address this being a brand photographer being somebody who talks about branding and messaging what would you say to our listeners who are thinking well I don't need to be the face of my brand and because I feel like so often you know we hear that we hear that we need to put a face to the name and we we need to be the face of our brand but I think some people run you know, a product based business or they run, um, for example, like I run a small digital marketing company. And so businesses like that, I think a lot of times business owners feel like it's not quite as personal of a business as maybe say like a coach or, a you know, photographer or, a uh, motivational speaker or something like that, they feel like it's not quite as personal and they feel like they don't necessarily need to be the face of their brand. They just need to have a really cool brand. So, what would you say to them to kind of influence them that you do need to be putting your face on it?
1: Yes, I would totally disagree with them. I don't care if you're a product maker or if you are a service provider. In all aspects, in all businesses, you are going to hurt your brand if you are faceless. People are looking to connect with you and to see who the person is, who the heart is behind the business. That is what's going to develop that relationship so that they come to you as a customer. They become an ambassador, a fan to start talking about your brand to everybody else. In today's world, if you're not showing up as the person, they're going to go to another. There's so many options out there and and that's you know a good thing and a bad thing because there are so many options out there if you're not coming out and showing your face they're going to go to someone that is showing their face it is so important for you to show up to share your story to explain how you are different than everybody else and tell these stories visually or through your message over and over again so that you can rise above the noise and stand out if you don't you are at the risk of just looking like everybody else, um, or having people feel like that they can't trust you. Um, you know that no like and trust factor comes when you have a visual of yourself on your website or in your profile pic. If on your Instagram feed that you are showing up continuously as the owner founder of your business, people want to know you. They want to get to know you because it's so much more than just the products and the services. It's you know relating and aligning yourself with your values, what you believe in, you know what you're fighting for, what you're trying to create. These are the stories that come along with you as the owner and founder of your business, um, and it's it's really important. And I know sometimes people don't know how to demonstrate and express those stories, um, and so with my clients, with my members and students, I go through a whole um, System of like the six images that every entrepreneur should have in their library that they can rely on That will help share who they are because it is hard, you know And it's sometimes easier not to come out and show who you are But I've come up with a system that makes it a little bit easier for people to say. Oh, I can do that I can share that picture. I didn't know that was a photo or an image that I should be sharing Um, and Once you get yourself out there in different ways, people feel like they know you and they see you everywhere. And that just helps, you know, you build that connection and it'll help your bottom line in your business too, because it makes you memorable and it builds your reputation. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that.
0: And I I love too, that you made the comment about telling your potential customers, why you're different. And I know that's like a whole nother conversation that we could probably spend all day on, but I think it's just important to kind of note that because odds are, and this may not always be true, but the majority of the time it's going to be true. If you start a business, you're not the first person in the world to ever do that thing. Right. Uh, I mean, think about it. You, You know, there's a lot of brand photographers out there. I know there's a lot of coaches and digital marketers and podcasters. I mean, we know that, but focusing in on what it is that makes you unique. And I feel like if you don't know what that is, what sets you apart from the other coaches or the other photographers or, you know, whatever else, then that's where you really probably should start because you really need to have that part of your messaging down before you dive into the branding and really getting, you know, the wording on your website, right. And really getting into those aspects of it because being able to focus on that part that makes you unique. And maybe it's not even a big thing. Maybe it's just the type of client that you serve, or maybe it's The approach that you take to going about it, or, you know, for you, you're not just a brand photographer, you're a brand photographer who also helps them master their messaging. And that already sets you apart from a lot of brand photographers. So I think, you know, finding those little distinctions is so important. So I'm glad that you kind of touched on that.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. I think before you, launch a website, write any copy, hire a brand photographer. You need to know your brand story first and that is a big part of it. It is how you're different, but also it includes you know, who you're speaking to, what do you value, what are you standing for, um, and who are you? Um, and once you can kind of answer those questions, all of the expressions of that story will be so much easier. If you don't do the work to figure those things out, what you could be putting out there could be really looking like everybody else, right? Because we're all influenced by what we see. And so I don't want people to look like clones, copycats of everybody else. You have to do the hard work of diving deep into yourself to figure out you know, who you're meant to serve, how are you different and what do you stand for? And when you can get the answers to that, you're in a much better place. Absolutely,
0: absolutely agree, so true. So you mentioned those six key images and how you teach on those six images and how everybody should have those six types of images that they can go to. So let's dive into that because that's the, the meat of this episode that I really want to get into because I'm so excited to hear you talk about this. Um, I'm really just excited to see if this is something that I already have, or if it's something that I need to go add to (laughs) my stuff. So what, what do you mean by six key images? Like, is it a certain type of image or a certain picture of you? Or what do you actually like mean by that? And what are the six images?
1: Yes. So the six images are sort of different, six different categories or stories or vignettes, I'll call them, of um, images that you should have kind of in your brand photo library, and this will help personify your brand story. Um, you know. In today's world, visuals are key. You know, We all know this with you know, Instagram, with Facebook, if you're not attaching a photo, no one's seeing you. So we know that visuals are a key element in the success of our brands. And so I have put together a formula of the types of stories that you should consider to help you personify and express your brand. And this will help you build awareness, help you get recognized and kind of help you connect all of the stories together to make your brand even more powerful. So the first one is what I call your power pose, which is really, you know, another way to call your headshot. This is like the bare minimum. And we, we all have this. We all use it for our profile pics across social media. And um, this is kind of your introduction or your virtual handshake with your audience. And it should be professional. It should have a little bit of personality. Um, you know, you should be looking your best. It shouldn't be a selfie or an image that you took at a wedding and you kind of cut your, the other people out and you're kind of in it just shoulders um, with your shoulders and um, head. Um, it should be a professional updated and authentic image that gives your audience the best first impression of you. And this is the bare minimum. Um, and what everybody should have as a business owner. In addition to that, I have um, on my list, the working girl. So working girl is kind of that insider look into your business. Where, what is your process like? What are the tools that you use? What does your workspace look like? Peel the layers a little bit and show me more about how you work and what you do. What does it feel like? Um, And when we can share those stories, it gives our audience a lot of clarity. Now they can kind of get an understanding of what to expect when they're going to hire us. It could also validate maybe some of our price points, right? If you are a premium brand and you're showing a premium boutique experience through the images, then your audience is understanding better what that working relationship is going to be. So really try to take your audience on the journey with you of what that client experience is going to be. And a great first step for this is to map out all the steps of your process. Just brain dump it out. And then maybe there are some pieces of that process that you know are different than the other people in your industry that could be your point of difference. And that's something that you might want to highlight in images. Um, So those are the first two. We had the power pose and then the working girl. And then we get into one of my favorite ones, which is called the passion portrait. This is all about the feelings. What does it feel like to work with you? Because many people, again, when they work with you, it's not gonna just be transactional, it's going to be a relationship, which sometimes is emotional, right? You know, you are working with someone, if you hire a web designer, you're actually working with that person over time. You know, it's like a month's project where you are working as a team, as a collaborator to get your website up and running. So you're going to want to demonstrate to your audience, what does it feel like to work with you? Are you fun and, you know, um, full of life? Maybe you're more, um, you know, soft and soft spoken and introspective, you know, if you're a coach maybe you are you know quirky and funny or versus someone who is no-nonsense and direct so are there ways that you can demonstrate that personality in the images because that will really help your audience um, determine if, if they want to work with you because You know, relationships, working relationships are emotional, and they are uh, personal. And so I don't want people to shy away from that. I think it's an opportunity for you to actually um, showcase who you are and what it feels like. And if you have any questions, Haley, feel free to interrupt me as I'm going. Oh, you're good. You keep going. I'm loving this. I love this so much.
0: I do. I really love the last, I think I'm with you. The last one's my favorite so far, just because I love that you're building in that emotional connection. I think that's like the most important piece of all of that, in my opinion. So I just, I love that.
1: So you keep going, you keep going. And you know, some (laughs) people might ask, so how do you demonstrate emotion, right? And it could be through facial expressions, it could be through, um, you know, mantras or quotes on paper that you write that really reflect how you feel about your business or what you want your clients to feel as the outcome and simply taking a picture of that. So, you know, with my clients, sometimes we'll do pictures of mugs with sayings on it that go along with that brand story. You know, sometimes I'll do um, a fun little segment with them where I tell them different emotions, joy, frustration, um, happiness, uh, empowerment, and I'll have them actually try to show those feelings on their face. Um, So some people will have their hands outstretched and they're really, really happy, or they're jumping in the air. And then you can use those images You know, to go along with your messaging in some way, shape or form in a newsletter, on a blog post. So again, it's really building that brand library so that you have all of these visuals that go along, express your brand story um, so that you can be telling stories with your audience. Okay, so the next one, the fourth one is lifestyle lens. So this is all about showing kind of the slice of life, your life, the personal hobbies, um, the activities that you do as a person, because you're not only business, there's also a personal side of you. And this could be a real strong connecting point with your audience. So what do you love to do? Are you a wine connoisseur? Are you a book lover? Do you have a garden in your backyard? Share your interests, your pastimes, because that will help build Um, you know, that relationship with your audience and just humanize your brand. Again, you know, we are not just doing business with, you know, people and having a transaction and you're giving money in exchange. It is a relationship that we are trying to build. So really try to humanize your business by showing some of that personal side. Now, some of my clients will say, well, how do I know how to do that? I don't want to give too much information. I don't want it to be too personal. So this is where knowing your audience, knowing them inside and out, your ideal client, and knowing what they're doing in their pastimes, how they're spending their time, and then seeing what the overlap is with you and what you love to do, and then picking those activities so that it resonates with your audience, with your prospects and clients when they see the visuals. The whole point is when you're sharing these stories is that you're trying to attract those people that are your people. So, you know, you shouldn't be sharing all the things that that you love. You should really be sharing the things that you love that also resonate with your audience because we always want to be more customer focused. So I hope that makes sense. It does. It does. Okay. So number five, this is another favorite of mine. I call it future forecast. So this is your opportunity to share your big fantasies, your goals, your dreams, you know, what do you want your business to look like in five years or 10 years? This will inspire your audience when you share these images with them. They're gonna know that they're hiring someone who's a goal getter, you know, someone who has big dreams for themselves. And you're giving your audience a taste of what those dreams are. And the best part when I photograph these for my clients, when you know. For example, I had a coach, a business coach, and she said, you know, I dream about having these worldwide global retreats one day. So we actually found an airport and we took her pictures outside of these airplanes with her passport and a bottle of champagne and her luggage, this story that she was this jet setter. And, you know, next thing you know, because she had those images and she's putting it out there and declaring it to the world she's getting there much faster than she ever did before because she's actually sharing it with the world. And I see this time and time again with my clients is that when we incorporate that future forecast story of them being a podcaster, a book, writing a book, um, all of these things happen much quicker because we're actually putting it out there in the world. And then the last image that I feel that you should have is you know, the storytelling stock the stock images, you know, the images of all the things that you have maybe in your office, your favorite books, you know, your marketing materials, your business cards, um, you know, the things, a mood board, things that you have that are inanimate objects that contribute to your story. And that might fill in the gaps of the other stories that we just went through. Um, You know, it gives kind of that sneak peek into your life. And just some ideas, you know, coffee mugs, flowers, um, your journal, artwork, quotes, cards, you know, the everyday items that might just add a little bit something to your brand. Because sometimes you can't always have your face every single time. Um, You need to rotate some of these other types of images that are customized for your brand um, and tell your brand story. So those are the six images, the different categories. Again, there was the power pose, the working girl, which talk about your process, the passion portrait, which talks about the feelings of how it is to work with you, the lifestyle lens, which gives you kind of that insider glimpse of the things that you do personally, the future forecast, which is more about your aspirations, and then lastly, the storytelling stock, which is more about the daily stuff that you have, And when you have all of these images in your brand library, I feel like it really creates a powerful story for your brand. And you can use all of these images across all of your marketing. And, you know, it is websites to newsletters, to press kits, to blog posts, and it's creating that really cohesive brand story that is consistent, um, that helps you build awareness, become... know build your reputation become memorable and really helps you stand out as in your industry especially if it's super super saturated the
0: thing i love about all of this information the most is kind of you just touched on this with you know the blog post and and this and that is that this goes far beyond just branding there's no reason at all that you as a business owner should listen to this episode and now not feel like you have tons of content creation ideas. Absolutely. Because it goes so much beyond branding now, because if you really sit down and you listen to this episode and you write out all six of those key images that you just talked about, and then you start really putting that library together, then you should have you know, social media post for like weeks to come, if not much longer. And from those posts, you know, you mentioned sharing kind of your process and your behind the scenes and the reason that you do what you do and do it the way that you do. And then you mentioned, um, talking about those big dreams and goals and putting them out into the world, doing all of those things for, for example, an Instagram post Should give you plenty of ideas for blog posts, for videos, for email newsletters, for podcasts, for any of those other pieces of content that you need to create. So I think this is not just a great way to make sure that your branding and your messaging are all on point and that it's all really tight and cohesive and pointing directly at your ideal customer, but I think it's also a great way to make sure that you're producing. Cohesive content as well, and not just in the images, but in the types of things that the images force you
1: to talk about. Absolutely. And I want to encourage your listeners to, like, this can be done DIY. It really can. Now you have six themes that you can do with your iPhone. Like our iPhones are powerful tools, and sometimes the best camera you have is the one that you have with you at all times, which are our phones. Because brand photography is an investment. And at some point, hopefully your business is ready for that, where you can save for that. Or maybe your business is ready for that and you can hire someone. But it's good to know these six categories and really do the work in defining what those stories are for you so that you can do it on your by yourself with your phone. Or when you hire a photographer, you are well prepared to tell them what your story is so that they can execute it in a way that tells your story properly. You know, I know so many people that will hire a wedding photographer or a children's portrait photographer to do business images. And the difference there is that they don't understand business. They don't understand that these images are meant to grow your business, to help you become profitable, to help you attract clients. And so if you do this work, if you don't have a brand photography specialist in your area, then you can do this work of defining the different stories. And then these photographers can execute it. If you do have a brand photographer in your area, then you can kind of brainstorm together what these different um, visual stories will be. And you'll be able to create that brand photo library. But if you're, again, if you're not at the place where you don't have the money yet to hire someone, you can do this on your own as well. Um, because you have the the themes and you can just kind of figure out what those themes mean to you and your brand. Absolutely.
0: I'm so glad you mentioned that because I feel like that's always the question, right? We bring on an expert and they talk about something and then everybody at home is sitting there like, well, great. Now I have to go invest like thousands of dollars into this expert. So I'm glad that you mentioned that. And i've I've had branding photos done for myself. So that's something that I can absolutely speak to is worth saving for and 100% worth it because just getting to work with a brand photographer is, first of all, a way easier process than trying to brainstorm it all by yourself. You're getting another, another brain in the mix, but then also the images are just freaking gorgeous, you know? So, but I do think everything that you just said is right on point. There's no reason for you to not start, especially if you're walking around with, you know, an iPhone or something like that in your pocket, you've got the tools. So a quick Google search will tell you like how to set up a really cool flat lay in your office or what kind of lighting or what time of day to wait for in your area to take a really good photo of you outside or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. So I think, like you said, doing the work is so, so important, but It can, it is something that can be done yourself, but I'm also really glad that you gave a lot of examples as you were talking about those six images, because I think a lot of times we hear experts talk about a particular topic and it makes sense, but then we go to brainstorm it ourselves and we're like, uh, what do I do? So I'm glad that you mentioned like, you know, uh, your one client who did the luggage and the passport and, you know, maybe you can't necessarily like go out to an airport to do photos if you're not doing an actual like session with a photographer, but maybe just grab your luggage and, you know, have your spouse or your best friend or your sibling, like take a picture of you acting like you're like walking out the front door with the luggage. Like that would be you know, a good enough portrayal of what you're trying to convey. So like, I think you you gave a lot of examples and I just want to mention that I really appreciate that for our listeners, because I know that just getting to hear that is super helpful with really, you know, getting the ideas flowing on what they can actually do at home.
1: Yes. And I know it's hard in a podcast to see, you don't see the visuals. And so I have this um, guide, it's called the Brand Visibility Booster, which I would love to gift to your audience, which not only shows you examples of the six images, but it also has like a lookbook of four real entrepreneurial women and how we develop their brand photo libraries. You see a little bit of a sample of their brand photo library so that you can see how it all comes together for real people. Um, and so I would love to share that with your audience. So, you know, now they're listening, but then they can actually have a tool to see what it looks like.
0: I love that. What an awesome resource. And we will 100% put that in the show notes. So if you guys are listening, that is something you are going to want to go grab. So head over to the show notes, click that button and grab Malika's brand guide, because that is definitely something we all need. I know I'm going to go grab it because it sounds awesome. So I think that's a great place to wrap up, but I love this conversation because I think you gave so much information and I feel, I know I took a lot of notes. So I feel like our listeners are going to be at home, just like, you know, backing this up a little bit at a time so that they can go back and write down everything that you are saying, because this was such good, tangible advice. So I'm so excited.
1: Oh, I'm so glad.
0: Yeah. Well, since it's the end of the episode, I always like to close out with a fun little lightning round. So I have a few quick questions for you if you're ready.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Awesome. First and foremost, what does your morning routine look like?
1: Oh my goodness. So I am an early riser. I get up around 5.30. Um, Since the start of this year, I've started meditating, which I've never been able to do, but I've been doing a guided meditation for like Uh, 10 minutes through the Peloton app, and that has been super, super helpful. And when I'm done with that, I read for about 30 minutes uninterrupted. And I I get up early because I have three sons, so I can kind of do all this before they wake up. And so those are the two things that I always do, the meditation and the reading before I get started with my day, and it really helps me. I'm jealous, your morning routine
0: sounds so peaceful. (laughs) I love it. I'm not a morning person. So my morning routine usually looks like me jumping out of bed because I probably slept later than I should have and then <laughs> rushing around to start getting things done. So I'm jealous. <laughs> All right. Second question. What is the
1: last book that you read? Uh, the last book? I'm a big reader. So right now I'm trying to think. I just I'm reading Untamed right now and the Underground Railroad right now. Um, What did I read before that? I can't even remember. I'm sorry, but I can tell you what I'm reading right now. That works. That works.
0: Those are great options. So that's perfect. I love it. All right. What is one thing that you recommend to everybody? So this can be like a service that you use or a product that you love or just like one of those items you just can't live without, but something that you feel like everybody has to have.
1: Well, as a business owner, the one thing I can tell you that has helped my business tremendously is finding a network, a community of like-minded women. Um, And that has been something I've moved quite a bit over my life and every time I'm in a new place and now I'm in Maine, which is a new place, that is the first thing that I'm gonna look for is a network of women that I can lean on, that I can learn from, that I can support as well. Um, because I think it is very hard to do business alone. It is very hard to be an online business owner because you it's, it's you and your screen. So if there is a way to be part of a community, I think it will help your sanity. It will help the growth of your business so that you could support each other. So if you're feeling alone, um, I would say, please, you know, there are so many great groups out there in person, virtual right now, everything is virtual, but that has helped me tremendously in the last 12 years of my business.
0: I love that. That's such a good one. Cause you're right. Like you're, we're really not meant to do life alone. And I don't think that we're meant to do business alone either. Like I definitely would not be where I am without a lot of the mentors and colleagues and collaborators that I've gotten to work with. And this podcast especially would not be anything without amazing women like you who come on and give your expert advice. So I love that one. That's such a good one. All right, last question. What is the best piece of advice that you have ever been given?
1: So the best piece of advice I've ever been given is to just start. That you kind of have to kick perfection to the curb. And this comes with anything, parenting, marriage, family, business, you know, you just have to do your best and just start um, and not get into that paralysis mode. Um, I'm a recovering perfectionist, I have to say. And I know that, you know, trying to make everything look perfect, picture perfect um, will, is just not a way to grow and sometimes it takes getting messy and uncomfortable um, and just starting even before you're ready to see the beauty, you know, the chaos, all of that is the best part of personal growth, professional growth. And so that is something that I try to teach my clients, my members, my children, my friends is you know there's never a good time, but you just have to start.
0: I love that. Yeah. Such good advice. And definitely something I think we can all relate to. I'm also a recovering perfectionist. And (laughs) let's be honest, like perfection is just not sustainable, especially if you're trying to, you know, run a business, but like you said, with everything, like you just got to dive in, get started. So I love that. That's very good advice. All right, Malika, tell everybody where they can find you. What's your Website, social, you know, we definitely want them to go grab that branding guide,
1: but tell them where they can connect with you. Sure. So I would love to connect with you either on my website, which is www.mikifoto.com. And that's spelled M-I-K-I-F-O-T-O. Or on Instagram, um, it is at Miki Photo and Co. You can find me there. That's kind of my, the place I love to hang out most. I also have a free uh, Facebook community dedicated to branding and business called Brand Confidential, which I'm happy to share a link. Um, And um, yeah, come visit me and chat with me and connect to me. I'd love to learn more about you and your business as well. Awesome. And like I said before, you guys, we will put all of those links
0: in the show notes along with Malika's brand guide. So head over there, check out her website, connect with her on Instagram, join that Facebook community and definitely download the guide and start nailing your branding and your messaging and getting the help that you need with that. Malika, thank you so much for joining us on the show. I'm really excited about this conversation. Like I said, just because I think you gave a lot of just really tangible tips and a lot of really great examples which is not always something that we get from experts. So I just really appreciate your time and your dedication to really helping other women in business succeed and grow and nail their branding and their messaging. So thank you for that.
1: Oh my God, thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you for the opportunity. And I'm so glad that we connected. Well, ladies, that's it for this time.
0: But don't forget to head over to the show notes to grab special bonus content from our guests. I'd love if you could show your support for the show. So if you have just a minute, leave a five-star review about how much you love this podcast. Then head over to femalesonfirepodcast.com and grab your Females on Fire apparel. Get a t-shirt, hat, and more because it all goes to fund the podcast. And don't forget to show off your new swag to all your friends on social media and tag me at females on fire and at Haley Luckadoo. I'll be back next week with another great show for you. But until then, keep reaching for those dreams that
1: set your soul on fire.